Hey, welcome to Dream Stories Podcast. Why, thank you. I'm glad to have you with me today. You just got me. Well, I got you like I usually do. You're, you're here most of the time. That's true. It's good, yeah. And we have listeners. We do, we do. So, and we love them too. We, we're, hey, we're, we're up at a point we have, I think, like there's over like 200 people who listen every week. So that's really cool to me. This amazes me, but yeah, it's awesome. It's all for him. Yeah. So, hey, I'll say my normal thing that I normally say at the end, at the beginning this time. If you like what you're hearing, share it and pass it on and whatnot. That's the reason our listenership is up is because people are sharing it, not because we're doing something amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and I even saw a review this week that just said, I'm learning so much about dreams, and I appreciate you. And that that just really encourages us to keep going. It does, doesn't it? I mean, it just makes you feel good that that maybe this is beneficial to somebody. We really do like hearing from you on those things, so we appreciate it. Yeah, so drop us a line and tell tell us what you think. Yeah. Kind, kind and encouraging thing. Yeah, that would be good. If you got to say something bad, constructive criticism yeah, is okay. That's good. That's right. Okay, cool. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we have so many things we could talk about. We do, and we have been so busy, so much going on in our life. Oh my goodness, Michael. Yeah, it's crazy. But we've both had dreams that related to exactly where we are right now. That's true. I just had one this week, but you had one like a year ago. Yeah, I was, you know, because sometimes, I've said this before, but, you know, we look for things to talk about, something different. There's no way you can get around and just say you have a perfectly new topic this week. I mean, they all kind of flow together. You can bring things from two totally different ideas or viewpoints, bring them together, and they make a great topic of conversation, a great podcast topic. Yeah, they do. And I, and I think one of the things that's cool about like the ideas that we're going to be doing now, it's not that we're talking about something that's so different. It's just that every time we use different examples and different dreams, it opens up new things for people. They hear it. People hear things in different ways, and they learn things in different ways. So I love the right. fact that we can we can talk about generally just dream interpretation, and then a lot of things that we are repetitive, but it's always different. It's always new because the dreams are always always different. They are, and it was it's interesting because I was we were talking to each other about what would the topic be, and uh, I said you had a dream, and you said oh I can't remember it, and then I I was scrolling through my dreams that I you know write down sometimes and. I was like, look at this dream I found. It wasn't that I wanted to talk about that as a topic today. But I said, listen to this dream I found. I thought it was interesting, but I don't necessarily want to talk about it. I just want to share it with you because I thought it was relevant to some things we were going through. And you said, yeah, that's good. And then we were still thinking about what we would talk about. And then I said, hey, what about your dream? We started recalling your dream. And then we realized even though they're not the same topic, it creates a good conversation about timing of dreams what's pertinent for right now what's for next year that sort of thing well and it's cool because dreams come in different ways you had a dream a year ago that has application to where we're walking right now what's going on in our life right now in this moment i had a dream two or three nights ago that relates to things we're doing right now in this moment. Different things. Totally different subjects. I, I had a dream related to some of the things we're doing with traveling and speaking and engaging in 
uh, some of the conferences we teach at and do some of those sorts of things. You had a dream that relates to where we're at with all that we're going through. Most people don't have any clue about, but all that we're going through with trying to sell some property we own and build a new home. And so it's it's kind of amazing yeah, how that yeah. works. It really is. So do you want me to dive in and share my dream sure, or you want to jump, dive no. in? Well, jump in with yours because yours, your dream came first in time. And the challenges we're dealing with began earlier, but it has more application in the moment. So why don't you right. jump in with yours? This is just a lesson to me that we do need to write down our dreams. Yeah. Because really I really do. didn't think much about this. I mean, it was important to me at the time, and it stood out to me. And let me just say this to you. Somebody asked me recently, they sent me a message on Facebook or something and said, you said you don't always write your dreams down anymore. Why? And I, you know, I answered, you know, and I gave them the answers. I said, well, sometimes I, you get the interpretation right then and it applies. But if you don't have an interpretation right then and know what to do with the dream, right. you need to write it down. Yeah, you do. Because actually I started reading the dream and I was like, I don't remember this dream. And then I read it the second time and I was like, oh. I remembered the dream, the setting, what it looked like, where I was, who was in it. It was, you know, mm -hmm. because I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to read something a couple of times, you know, to really gain understanding or even recall something. So it's a lesson to me. Keep writing down your dreams. But anyway, so I'm, I'm in there. And at the time, you know, last November, I wasn't thinking, ooh, this will be important for next year. I just... Wrote it down. Just needed to remember it. Yes. Um, so uh, I dreamed that um, we were on a hillside, and it's actually where my family used to live, uh, an aunt of mine. And I, you know, it was kind of like family property for both sides of my family, literally. Right. But anyway, so I'm on this mountain or side of a mountain where my aunt's home used to be. And. I remember somehow we got word that there was going to be a um I'm a sorry a storm. Yes, I remember. <laughs> you remember. Um I'm sorry, I closed down my folder. I was trying to read it. And we tell people don't read don't their read dreams. It. Just, yeah, right. Use it use it as a as a guide to help you remember the dream, but don't read it. Yes, sir. That's what I tell everybody. Yes, sir. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so um, I was trying to remember the wording at the end. That's why I was looking at it. But anyway, so the dream. So I'm I'm, I'm on that hillside, and we get word that the a storm is coming, but that we had time to prepare, right. and we had time to look for another place because we knew the place that we were in was not going to be there anymore because of the storm. Now I'm not saying it was a tornado or that things were going to be destroyed. We just knew that a storm was coming, and we had time to prepare, and so I. Uh, was telling you, hey, uh, I'm going to go out and look for some property, and you didn't want to do it. And you said, no, we need to sell the current place we're in before we go and look for property. And I said, no, that's not how you do it. You go and find the place you're going to be in, and then you wait. Then the house will sell, or the house will, you know, come. It'll happen that way. And that's a better way of doing it rather than doing it backwards. Wait until your house sells, and you have nowhere to go. Yep. And that was really the end of the dream. Yeah, but that dream is... I mean, that dream is so absolutely on track to where we're at right now. For the benefit of folks who are listening, maybe I should just share sort of what we're going through on a personal level. We had uh, three pieces of property. We had my mother and father's home, and my mom is in long-term care now, and that's where we live right now because we owned our house. We owned a condo where my boys went to school for college, and we owned uh, part of my mom and dad's house. And we had to move to my mom and dad's house 
sometime a couple of years ago to help take care of it because she went into long-term care. And so we just amazingly, God just miraculously and supernaturally opened the door to the sale of our condo and our, our, what was our home. And we're now in my mom and dad's place, yeah, old place, and it needs to sell. And yeah. we're looking at, we've bought a piece of property and we're looking at building a home right now. And what you don't know. I don't know you something. You don't know something <laughs> is that we went to meet with our builders thinking we had a contract to sell this house that we're in. Yeah. And we got a call while we were down there that that contract had fallen through and it wasn't going to sell immediately. And we're meeting with our builders ready to sign a contract to build and I'm all the way home worrying and, and thinking, well, maybe we need to just forget about this and we need to have sold the house we're in first <laughs> before we look for the new place or before we sign the contract on the new place to build. Right. And now you're telling me this dream, which it sounds like it's almost a vision that I, that because I almost <laughs> was saying to myself exactly the things that I was saying to you in the dream. And the dream ended with saying, no. You don't do that. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, Michael French. You didn't share your heart with me on the way home. I, I didn't. I know because it, it was, was a, like a three-hour drive, and I told you when we got in the car. Things were bothering you because <laughs> that you were worried about some various things that had happened. The cost of the building was a little more than we'd expected, and just yes. some things like that. And those were things that were worrying you. And I didn't want you to be. I didn't want to add weight. Yeah. To where you were, and you wouldn't have remembered this dream at that point in time. No, honestly, I, I had totally forgotten about this dream. I mean, literally 15 minutes before we walk into the studio to record something, I'm just scrolling through looking for something that, you know, would make good sense for us to talk about today. So it's interesting because I did think when we were going through the process of talking to our, our builder, maybe this isn't for now. Even I thought that, you yeah. know. So it, it encour- it was an, it's an encouraging dream for us to take a step of faith Continue on. Don't stop. The house will sell. You don't wait till the house sells to move forward. You, you move forward now. Forward. Yep. Yeah. And that dream was over a year ago or almost a year ago. Exactly. November 5th, 2018. Wow. Yeah. So 13 months ago. Yeah. I mean, literally almost 13 months ago to the day. Yeah. And here we are talking about it in a way that, that even while we're sitting here having this conversation, recording a podcast, this dream is having a monumental, encouraging effect on us yeah. individually. You guys, if you could only know or feel the emotion that goes with us sitting here talking about it, you know, maybe you can hear it in the voice. I don't know, but if you if you if you had any clue, that dream is having a monumental impact right now in this moment, even as we're talking and recording, and it's over a year old. Yes, yeah, it's powerful. It really is because. Because as we talk about our creator gives us the dreams, if we had that dream, if you had that dream right now, a few days ago, right after we got back from meeting with the builders, yeah, let's say you had that dream the next the night we got back, I don't know if I would put as much credit into believing it, just to be honest, because I would assume you were having it in response to what we were dealing with instead of having had it a year before we even knew that was going to be a question. Yeah. Uh, I found the dream again where I closed it down and I was just looking exactly what I said. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. Can I read the whole dream? Am I allowed? You can do the whole dream if you want to. Look how sweet you are. Yeah, it's good. 
dreamed we were in a trailer on a mountain, like my Aunt Jane's old trailer. Oh, just hang on. Hang on. Stop there for a second. That's a, a trailer is a temporary, temporary place. place. And this is not, we're living in a place that's not our home. That's right. We're living in a temporary place. It's a family member's home. home. And so many times we try to peg it toward to that exact family member. But it's not always about that. It's just generationally, this right here, where we are right now, was your parents' place. It's our place. It's partly our place. The place we were on the mountain was my family's place, but it still was our family. Yeah. I remember our children being there in the trailer, in, in my aunt's trailer with yeah, us. And it doesn't have to match identically. No. It's, that's it's what's just that it's so a family amazing. place. Yeah, that's what's amazing about metaphors, right? Yes. So so don't get Sorry. so hung I'm teaching people, don't get too hung up on whose place it is exactly right. unless that really stands out to you. Anyway, we were. We knew a storm was going to be coming in a, in a few months. We were thankful for the warning. So it tells us something, Michael. We really need to be thankful, th- having thanksgiving for God preparing us for the season in our life, you know? Well, and he told us we, we, we got the warning that our house wasn't going to sell, that, that this home we're in wasn't going to sell before we signed the contract. So we get the warning. Yeah. Just yeah, like that. it's yeah. true. So we were thankful for the warning, and we knew we had to sell the place we were at and acquire a new place. I told Michael I was looking for a new place to stay, and he said, I don't want to do that until we have sold the place we're in. And I said, you don't, I remember fussing at you in a dream, you don't wait for the house to sell to find a place. You look now so you will have a place when the place sells. Yeah, and that's exactly where we are. Yeah. And, and we do need to recognize that, we are going to need to go ahead. We, you know, it's not like we're planning to buy another house and just move when this house sells into another house. We're planning on building a house on a piece of property, which takes time. Yeah. And that means we have to be building before this house sells or yeah. else we will be living nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> we do have an offer from one of our children to live with them, but, you know, he would, it would probably be nice if we... Didn't have to stay there too long, would yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I think he would probably appreciate that. Yeah, I'm sure he would. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, he's so... He's good. He would, he would take us as long as he needed to. I know he would. I'm okay. saying that now. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he listens to this, so we don't have to okay, worry about good, it. Good, okay. So, all right. So, yeah, he'd be glad to get rid of us pretty quick. Yeah. Okay, we're going <laughs> to shift gears a little bit. All right. So, that's one season. That's a dream that happened a year ago. Yep. But this week, you had a dream. Now, I want you to be honest. When you woke up from that dream, did you think it was significant? Or did you think, I thought the oh, dream, it's important, but you... I thought the dream was important, but it didn't fully make sense to me because there were just some little strange things in it that I didn't get. Yeah. And so I didn't fully understand it. And, um, and it's totally the opposite in some ways of the dream that you had in the sense that in my dr- in your dream, you had it a year before we're in the circumstances that the dream applied to. In my dream, we're already being drawn into the circumstances, and then I have the dream that tells us something about where we go from here, type thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's you know that's the difference in the two. So, yeah. Uh, so you know, why don't you you want to start into the dream, or you want to teach him in it? Well, you know, I think maybe giving some background about what we've been doing, you know, leading up to this recording over the last few weeks prior to this, people know we were traveling, but they don't all know what we were doing. And so I think maybe giving some background might be helpful in that we traveled to uh, Europe, to uh, Slovakia. We were up in the mountains of Slovakia in the 
uh, high Tatras. Yes. The before Carpathian you go there. Mountain yeah, but before you go there. Okay, before. How did we get there? Ooh, we went through. No, Vienna. that's not where I'm going. <laughs> oh, 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 cool. I know where you're going. We got there because we went there last year based on a dream a friend had, our friend's son had. We had not actually ever had, I had met Aaron McCarthy. Right. I had met him and we were friends, but we were not connected closely. Right. And we we were very close friends with his father, Brendan McCauley, who actually lives in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, Aaron and his wife Marta live in Slovakia. Marta is Slovakian. And so uh, Aaron had a dream that our mentor, my spiritual father, John Paul Jackson, uh, I don't remember the whole dream. He would, you know, he would tell it, I'm sure, much better. But basically, in the dream... Uh, John Paul said to him, "It's it's a good time. What Michael French has will be a fit for what you do in Slovakia. What our now's a good time. A good time. Yeah. And he actually called and invited us to come and visit uh, because of that dream. Right. And then out of that dream, one of the places and and our going, one of the places we visited, which was a group called Martinsdom in Bratislava, Slovakia. Yes." They're connected with another larger group called ENC, or European Network of Communities, which is predominantly a Roman Catholic group, but it's ecumenical in its whole. Yes. Protestant, Roman Catholic, and even Greek Catholic involved in it. They're a part of that bigger network. And because Aaron had a dream about a now season, timing, just like what we're talking about, that now is a time that Michael would be good to come, we connected with ENC. Uh, we connected with uh, Martinsdom and in Bratislava, and they were connected with ENC, and then asked us, "Would we be willing to come back this year to speak at the European Network of Communities uh, conference?" So we actually were able to go back to Slovakia here just a couple of weeks ago, and we spent uh, several days in Slovakia at this conference. It was a three-day conference. And I spoke uh, at their conference, and it was an amazing time. What's interesting to me about it is that for some reason over the last five or six years, I seem to have a lot of favor speaking at events for uh, uh, Catholic organizations, and yet we're Protestant uh, in our faith. And that's, you know, I don't know how much our listeners, you know, think about that, but that's actually a pretty big deal. Ecumenicalism, this idea of functioning together from the different parts of the church, is is a big deal. And we've had a, an amazing favor to function in that way and ended up at this major conference in Europe with, I mean, 400 or so leaders from all over Europe attending uh, to speak. And, uh, and just had a great time found so many things in common, so many similarities. They were interested in mystical things like dream interpretation. Uh, we do a lot of work with Protestant groups helping equip leaders and help leaders to fulfill their purpose and, and destiny through an organization called Patria, which is a Greek word for family. They actually do the exact same thing from a Catholic or from 
more predominantly Catholic uh, side. We have multiple denominations, multiple types of churches, non-denominational churches, and even some uh, uh, more ecclesiastical type churches that are part of what we do. They have some Protestant groups that are part of what they do. Uh, so it's very similar type role. So it was a real neat connection there. And then we get home, and we're thinking, do we continue to pursue this? Do we continue to build this relationship? Because we really like the people. But you just have to ask yourself, where is your time spent? How do you, you know, does that connection, is that a, a correct connection to continue developing and spending time with, with this group? They're you know, because uh, it, it's a on the other side of the world. Yeah, and, and, that is one factor. Mm-hmm, it yeah. is on the other side of the world, different we, time zone. But we have groups that are part of Patria who are on the other side of the world as well that we deal with yeah. and we support. And there's that little difference that, let's be honest, people sometimes struggle with the differences in the way Catholics and Protestants see their relationship with God. I don't know that we need to struggle with it all the time, but there's there's sometimes that issue. Yes. And so we're back. We've been home about a week, and that's when I had this dream. So Yeah. You want me and to- I think it's important to note that for us, we can't, we are, you know, our foundation is um, Christianity, but we don't, we're not trying to get everybody to be on our side and do, be on our team. I mean, if you want to be, <laughs> we're happy to share that with you. Yeah. But part of our faith is, Unity. Yes. We believe in unity, and, and, and that's something that is really uh, a part of our foundational teaching is, you know, unity. And yeah. we want that. And so that's what we're, we're, our heart is. And we just feel like God has opened the door for us to be there for whatever reason. We're there. Yeah, and I want people. It's, just, it's the same thing as what we do with this podcast. I'm a Christian. I don't make any excuses for that. Yes. It's, that is who I am. That is my faith. Most people who know me, even those who aren't Christians, know that I'm a Christian, and that's yeah. what I do. Yes, because we love people. Yeah, period. And I want people from all kinds of backgrounds to be comfortable listening to this podcast, because I really, truly believe that our Creator is who puts the dreams within us that have the significance that we talk about. Yeah, and you know, you used a word that. Um used the word mystical that the, the group that we had gone and, and uh uh visited with well you know had an opening or an interest in mystic things yeah for a lot of people that would scare them mysticism sounds ooh kind of weird but really if you think about it we serve a God that we cannot see, that we don't have eyes that we can lay on him. Now, I'm not saying he can't reveal himself to us, but we serve a God right. that we don't see. That's mystical. Well, and honestly, mysticism is, in the way I see it, is really about this concept of um, being spiritual without having to be religious, that's really kind of what I see yeah. in it. And that's and that's what we do with dream interpretation even. So so share your dream. Okay, so share my dream. So uh, I woke up from, from the night's sleep, and what I recalled was that I, the pieces of the dream that I recalled and I was able to, you know, to, to share with you and, and record was that 
I was in a car and I was driving and much of our family was in this vehicle. It was me and you and several, I think of our kids. And then uh, interestingly enough, my grandmother, my, um, and two of my aunts, her two sisters. So my grandmother, Maxine, and then my aunt Aura and my aunt Edith were in this car with us. And we were pulling up into a parking lot uh, in somewhere that reminded me like of Europe, maybe even Rome kind of uh, a feeling. And we pulled in and we pulled into the parking space and there was a lot of water in the parking space, so I had to pull on through so we would be out of the water and be able, everybody would be able to get out of the car without getting their feet wet. And I remember my grandmother, my aunt, and my two aunts got out of the car, and my Aunt Aura, uh, they've all three gone on to be with the Lord since, you know, sometime before this train. And my Aunt Aura getting out of the car, she always had some trouble walking late in life and what I remember most about her. And she was having that same trouble getting out of the car and straightening up and walking. So I had to go over and help her to stand up. And once I did, she, my grandmother, and my Aunt Edith just struck out. They went, I mean, boom, they head out. And they go on into this building that... Was, was reminded me of a cathedral, maybe even possibly like uh, like the Vatican in, in Rome, that type of ornate building with multiple rooms and things like that. And they go right on in, and we're following behind them, but it takes us a little bit, so we're a little bit behind, and by the time we get in the side door, there is this gathering already taking place and uh, there's this gathering already taking place, and there is a pastor or a priest or something who is being commissioned, and he is speaking about how excited he is and what God is going to be doing through him and that sort of thing. And so we stop down a little bit, like there's kind of on a little balcony, and we stop below it and sit to, to be reverential you know, and honor what they have going on, not disrupt by going on through. Uh, and after a few minutes of talking, they gather around him like they're going to pray for him, like in a group, the, the people all come together. And he and another leader look over and point at us and say, you come join us. And so the people spread apart. There's a little bit even of, of dancing and singing and celebration. It reminded of me of recently we were in, in Israel uh, on Shabbat at the Wailing Wall, at the Western Wall, and the dancing of the Jewish community there around the wall. It reminded me of that okay. style of dancing. And so they moved back. They were doing some dancing. We walked up, and in the midst of it, they asked you to speak into this leader's life, and you stepped off to the side, and instead of taking the microphone, you just gave him this private word of encouragement. And as you walked back over, I knew it was that I had some things to share as well. But I have, I wear a CPAP machine that has a little breathing mask at night that comes around and, you know, slips under my nose and the straps onto my head. Yeah. And has a hose that goes back to a machine that puts air pressure into my lungs in the night. And I was strapped to that thing. And the hose <laughs> was running back through the crowd. And I was trying, and I was not able to speak as much because I was trying to get loose, make sure that hose wasn't going to be in the way for people. And that's basically where I woke up. I had no idea what the dream was about until you actually said something to me about what you thought it was. Go ahead. 
No, well, you, t- you 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 suggested it. You talk. You connected it because of that feel. You talking of wrong. about the the. The whole interpretation? The whole or, oh, okay. You connected that feel of Rome and potentially the Vatican and the different rooms and the, the ordination or the commissioning of this leader to our recent trip working with the uh, Catholic community in the European Network of Churches uh, or uh, Network of Communities. That, that being a part of that bigger meeting type thing. Uh, that's what I thought you connected it to. I did. Yeah. I felt like that, you know, and I loved interpreting it for you because I could see the fullness of it. And I wasn't sure when you woke up if you saw the fullness of it. But I'm let me go there real quick. Yeah, the dream was really about our your inheritance with um, what God was doing with us over in Europe, and and a connection probably working with the Catholic Church or at least that ecumenical side of where the Catholic Church is trying to bring unity with the Protestants, which is beautiful. And so um, me me stepping into what God has me to do was me going to the side, but you were tethered to things that give you life, the air that was flowing through that machine. But what I said was it's really a dream about be cautious that you don't stay too tethered to what gives you life that you're comfortable with. But that because you could miss an opportunity to speak into something because you said that I kind of poked fun at you, which I do that anyway, don't you I? You do. You like to make fun with your of little my breathing pig looking nose thing I wear. So I don't do it too much. Okay, not but too bad. anyway, you that it, there is a me a little I do jab you a little bit with that, and we, we it's kind of a laughing thing. And so that was in your dream, but it yeah. was it was just reminding you don't miss out on the things because God has something really important. See, mine was over on the side. I don't mean this bad. No, mine was over on the side. But yours was in a I was prominent still right place. In the front. That's right. And 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 don't miss out on what God has for you because you're tethered to that lifeline. And I think it had it's what we've talked about. I haven't this finished. Whole, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. This is very important. Okay. Your aunt Aura. Aura means prayer. Yeah. Hmm. Did you know that? I did not know that. Edith means blessed. Hmm. I can't even go into the depth of what Maxine means. It has something to do with the Holy Roman Empire. Ooh, Maximilian, wow. it's the female version of Maximilian. So we'll have to dive deep into that and see what's there. But pretty cool dream. I thought it had great importance. Well, but that that says something about there's a heritage there to be restored. Yes, because they they've passed away. Yes, so there was a restoration. They're, they they're, they had life again in the dream. So there was. A You've never dreamed so. about the three of them together. No, they're, they're, never there's have. there's just such importance on that dream. Well, yeah. it's deeper than what we probably even know. So. Yeah, it is. But I, I think the cool thing I want to tie these together. We're out of time, but to wrap us up, I want to tie these together. A year ago, you have a dream that speaks to where we are right now in our life, with the home we're in, and our home life, where we're going to live, our geographic residence, and things like that, and it has application for right now. We travel halfway around the world and come home and have a dream that says, right now, you're encouraged to continue what you're doing. Yes. Building these relationships around the world, building these relationships that have connections in a completely different environment from what you're accustomed to. Yeah. As a Protestant, I know so little about the Catholic world. I'm not... I didn't grow up in that. So it's a completely different environment. And I love the fact that it says to us, this is for you right now. But be careful. Don't stay so tethered to what you're comfortable with that you can't see the 
the unity the role that, that we come, the role yeah that and the role that we have there by and, coming together and so one's a year old dream that speaks to right now one's a right now dream that speaks to right now exactly and that's just the way dreams are that's it's the way amazing. God works yeah totally amazing well that's all our time we are we out of time keep talking for a long time about it and we thought we were going to struggle to talk I about know, something we always do this. <laughs> but it's great our time's up so I'll say what we always say and that is till next time keep dreaming.